0: Friends, I hear it all the time. Y'all are so done with shitty education. In this episode, I'm going to help you know how to vet before you buy. Welcome to the Refine Podcast with Amber Anderson, where wedding planners like you come to be encouraged and challenged through radical honesty, tough love, and brilliant ideas. As a former personal trainer turned wedding planner and now educator, Amber is known for helping wedding planners grow through her no BS, yet considerate and thoughtful approach. The Refined Podcast tackles the issues you think about, but fear bringing up, all with Amber's trademark sass and wit. So as you listen, be sure to hit that subscribe button, making sure you never miss that one little nugget that could change it all for you. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Refine Podcast. I just full disclosure want to say I have some allergies going on. I have tested for COVID. I am negative as of 12 hours ago, but for the sake of editing this podcast, I am not going to make it too hard for my editor. So you might hear a little bit of that, but bear with us. Thank you so much. Okay, so in this episode, we are going to jump into vetting education before you buy it, because here's the thing. Like I said in the intro, y'all are done buying crappy education. I get it in my inbox all the time, people asking questions about what I offer based on what they've experienced in the past, and What's happening is that people are buying education. They're getting downloads and courses, and it's just fluff. It's pretty PDFs that aren't usable, that aren't edible, that aren't worth the price. The value's not there because you can't really use them. So, But then on the flip side, I also sometimes find that there is some things with consumer behavior that affect whether something has value or not. So it's not necessarily that the PDF or the course or template or document is not valuable. It's just that maybe it wasn't the right fit for the buyer, or maybe the advertising was misunderstood or things like that. So let's jump into it. First, I think it's important that you get to know the educators that you allow in your life. Who are those voices? Follow them on Instagram, Facebook, whatever. Make sure that you're really studying who they are. Look to see who they follow and who follows them. And just because you see that they follow someone that you don't like, doesn't mean that they necessarily agree with the things that that person says so much as they have a balance. They like to have balance in their life. I do that. I follow things on both sides of most spectrums. So yeah, pop in and make sure that they're balanced. Do they then also have the counter voice in their own life? Who are they allowing in their lives to speak into their thought process, right? Okay, also by following them on social media and things like that, you get an idea of their voice and their tone and how they teach. And if it aligns with the way you receive information well, if it computes for you, if it's confusing, or if it's just not a philosophy that you adhere to, okay, get to know them that way then grab their freebies. Most educators have some sort of pop-up on their website where you can grab a download. Grab it, see what you think. That's a great low-hanging fruit entry way of being able to test the waters or maybe buy a product that's $30, $50, something that's a little, you know, a starting price point. That's a fantastic way of testing the waters before you jump in on $200, $300, $400, $1,500 course, right? Start small, then buy from someone that has real experience, not then buy someone from someone that has real experience, but just in general, do that. Make sure that they have real experience. There are a lot of people that have done their profession for a hot second, and then they move into consulting, or there are people that this, I can't, I'm not even thinking of anyone off the top of my head, so if, if you feel like I'm calling someone out and dismiss that right away. But like, let's say you were a caterer for a while and you observed a lot in the industry, but you moved into educating planners. Like just make sure that that person really does have the right experience, okay? Additionally, apart from getting to know that educator and testing the waters with the low-hanging fruit, I think you need to know what you need. Just because you didn't get something out of a product doesn't mean it wasn't a great product. It just is better suited for someone else. That's the most likely scenario. And what I sometimes find is that, like I have mentioned in a previous episode, is consumers really struggle with actually reading what it is that they are buying. They skim, they think they want it, and then they buy. They love the educator and they think, oh, I just, I'll buy anything that educator puts out and then they buy it. And then they get frustrated because it wasn't you know, it didn't meet their needs. Okay. So read all that stuff. And I know those sales pages get really long. And the reason they get long is because there are a lot of different people coming with different needs. So one block addresses the needs of one person and the next block addresses the needs of another, but you got to check the boxes. So no more skimming, like really make sure you know what you are buying, like really read that marketing material the educator do a good job of communicating who that product is for is that format going to work for you like literally read every line i can tell you that there are some people that throw in some random line that changes it all for the consumer okay thinking of one in my head right now so read every line also don't spray and pray have a real focus on what you need i find that a lot of consumers are education junkies. I've done that. I've been there and I still get tempted by that. And there's nothing wrong with consuming a lot of education and from a lot of places. That's not what I'm suggesting. What I am encouraging is that complete something before buying a new one or make sure that you have sat down and you know what your annual focus is. What are you focusing on that year? Then that's the kind of education you need to buy throughout the year. Okay. Don't get too caught up in these shiny objects and remember that dangling carrot. Like really make sure you have a real focus on what you need. And then of course there's gonna be something that pops up that it's like, whoa, this is too good of a deal. I know it's not my current focus, but like I've got to get this in my, I've got to download this and get to it when I can. Like I can't miss this deal. I totally understand that too. Just don't forget what you have. So that's another thing. I feel like sometimes people don't always know what they already have and then they buy more things. So recently in the fall when I did my refine surveys and we're currently updating all of our kits as I read these surveys people are asking for things like I have a question like what what are some new things you would like to see uh, what are some updates et etc cetera, etc cetera. and a lot of what they're asking for is literally in the kit that they own so not only does that mean that they're not able to utilize something that they want like no one seems frustrated by that everyone's like this is great but like I would hate if that ever created any sort of tension in that like, hey, her kit or her templates have a hole or they don't fill all the needs that I have, when in reality, they might actually, if really slowing down to review that. And then additionally, for the educator, what that's going to mean for me and March or April when we release these updates is making sure that I go back through and respond to every single one of those individuals and making sure that they know what's in that kit. And we're still undecided on if we're going to do that or not, because there are so many that it's a lot of admin hours. And so I'm trying to decide if that's my burden or the consumer's responsibility, right? And for me to do that, it's excellent customer service. But I just have to make sure we actually have the bandwidth to do that. So friends, make sure you know what you have. Read the marketing material. Don't overbuy. Plan ahead. This is another thing with vetting education. When buying at a time of urgency, we often don't finish or use something to the full potential or full value, right? And then that can leave this perspective or view that like, oh, that wasn't a quality piece of education. When in reality, it was probably really amazing. We just bought it at a time that we couldn't be fully focused on it. So if we can plan ahead and know that some of these things are coming up, then we can dive into it and really maximize its potential so that when that thing does occur, we can knock it out of the park as opposed to just like putting band-aids on it. And like, and sometimes I get it. That's how life happens. Like something falls in our lap and we're like, oh, dang. And we go and buy the nearest solution for that. And we just apply what we can in the moment. And then our hope is to go back and and fix what we can where the leaks are from the band-aids that are starting to fall off, right? But as much as you can plan ahead, Another thing, and I probably should have put this in the like get to know your educator thing, but like focus on ethics. Does that platform, does that educator, do these products include, involve, surround themselves with ethical standards, okay? Does the educator have them? Do they talk about them? Do those values align with yours? Look at that kind of stuff. I think that When educators are willing to talk about ethics, they are more likely going to be ethical people. And of course, some of it can be smoke and mirrors. So watch for that consistency. Watch for the placation and making sure that it's genuine and real and not just PR, okay? So in today's time, a lot of that can be picked apart in ways that are fair and some can be picked apart in ways that are not fair. And it can sometimes be hard to know and believe. To know, it's just, it can be hard, but follow your gut, okay? At least look to see if that's an angle that's approached. How does your educator vet things? Do you know that? And I want to also go back to the top here that like some educators may be doing some of these things that are, you're not going to find an educator that's doing all of these things, right? And that doesn't necessarily make their products or platform not lacking in quality or whatnot. And just look for the stuff, right? And if you don't see any of it, or if you see like so little of it, like that's telling, okay? But you're absolutely not going to find someone that does all of these things. Do they share their numbers? Do they really talk about what success in their platform looks like from a number perspective? Do they share their story in numbers? Do they share reviews with actual stories? You know, I got from point A to point B and here's how and how that product or course or template or whatever worked for me or even just the community itself. Like hearing stories about how the community has, that platform has made a difference in someone's business. Okay, here's a big one. Is it new content or is it recycled content? And are you sure you're even able to tell? So a lot of templates are evergreen and they get updated. A lot of courses get updated, things like that. Summits are something that sometimes get recycled, but those should be made clear. I think that there are certain terms and language out there that can be a little bit confusing. And there's a term or word in front of it that is not just like, hey, summit, if there's like something in front of it, then look further into that and make sure that you're really reading that marketing material because recycled content is not bad, okay? It is not bad. And sometimes you can get it for less money. But the idea is that like, okay, is it recycled and current? Is it recycled and dated? How does, like, what is the current landscape? So maybe something that's recycled from 2019 is not going to be as current or dated. It's not going to be as current because the landscape of weddings completely changed in 2020. Whereas maybe moving forward, some of that doesn't matter as much, right? Like we can recycle once the landscape changes and settles in for a little bit. But things evolve pretty quickly in the wedding industry. Every two or three years, something becomes pretty dated, Okay. So those are some really basic intro ways to vet your education, but I think it really comes down to knowing your educator, knowing their voice, knowing their style and their philosophies, making sure that their formats are going to fit for you. Like for example, the refined templates are in a Word document. That is the most basic way to provide something. It's super boring. It's not pretty at all, but I'm clear about that. I put it on the website and I I make sure that people know that up front. And the reason why is because... Everyone is using a different program. So many CRMs are out there. There's Dubsado, Isle Planner, the Refine Portal, which has it all integrated. If you want a CRM that just has everything all in it, ready to go, and then check out the Refine Portal. There's 17 hats, Honeybook, Rock Paper Coin, all of it. Okay, a lot of them do different things. There's Planning Pod, and these CRMs, like I can't just create a template for one. Or I could, but I serve so many planners that use so many platforms. That is better for me to create a Word document that those things can then be copied and pasted into the proper CRM of your choice okay so that makes sense but occasionally I get I don't as much anymore because it is advertised pretty clearly but occasionally I would get you know feedback on hey it would be nice if it was prettier if it was like made in this format or if it was ready for this program whatever and and I don't know that that's a point of frustration for people so much as they were surprised by it, okay? Well, like, make sure you understand the format before you buy it. I think that that's really important. Make sure it's an easy-to-use format. Is it gonna be a PDF that has clutch information on it but that you can't edit or copy and paste or use? Like, it's got to be edible. And of course, you can go into, you know, different PDF editors and change it up to on what software you have and, and things like that. But just really look in to those things. Again, plan ahead and know the ethics and make sure you, you're you getting really real stories out of the educator. And if you can, go into their groups and their platforms and don't be afraid to ask, like, who has these? I have some questions. And it's not, ask the right questions. Don't just ask, like, who loves this document? Who loves this course. Um, it has to be, these are my needs. This is what I'm looking for in a template and in a course. Based on your experience, do you feel like that template and course would meet this particular need, right? So like, cause it's all relative. Someone else may have a different need and thought that it was awesome and it really made a difference in their business, but then you get it and you're like, that's not, this is, this sucks. It's not, this is not what I needed at all. So the idea is that you understand and communicate what your need is so that when you ask those questions, it's not just like, who loves it? It's a true, like, will it meet these needs? Okay. As we wrap up, I want to ask that you please like, share, and leave a review for the podcast. If you're listening on your phone, take a quick screenshot and post it in our IG stories, your Instagram stories. I think that vetting education and making sure that we're all educated properly is something that can really elevate our industry. I think that we sometimes get frustrated with each other for not understanding or knowing things that we ourselves think are pretty basic when others just don't understand or know or have had the opportunity to experience certain types of education. So if we can all get on a good track of being properly educated and having quality education, we can really grow together. So, Bye friends, and I will see you next week.